Welcome to Paint on Politics, a podcast where host Dr. Gregory Payne of Emerson College sits down with fellow experts to discuss the current state of politics, public opinion, and global affairs. In a world growing increasingly complex, communication and critical thinking is key. This only makes the Emerson motto, expression necessary to evolution, more true. Hello, this is Gregory Payne, the Chair of Communication Studies, the first Department of Communication of the United States, also the co-chair of the Emerson Blancarna Global Center, here for Paint on Politics in beautiful Boston, overlooking the Boston Common, and hopefully what we think is going to be a spring day. But someone who always brings a spring of energy when she comes into the department is Ashley Asmecki. So Ashley, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, listen, you are what I would call the Renaissance woman. I mean, you've got yourself involved in so many different areas. If I were to ask you, Ashley, you're somewhat of a permanent fixture on the floor, what is Ashley's brand? I like this question because this is something that I've sort of struggled with in myself is I think my brand is that I'm brandless, you know, I think that like I'm kind of a silly person and I like to get involved in so many different things. Eclectic. Yeah. Peripatetic. So maybe that's my brand. I Maybe I'm still trying to find it, which I think is part of the college experience. Well, what I would say for those people watching this, look at the poem when you set out for Ithaca because what that Greek poet basically says is that it's not necessarily getting to Ithaca, but it's the process. And you seem to really enjoy the process. I mean, you are one of the most detail-oriented individuals. You plan an incredible event, as we saw last year. So what is it about public relations? What is it about this disruptive, communicative floor that you enjoy? Well, I was originally interested in public relations from the hospitality aspect of things. Yes. And I really enjoyed connecting with people and kind of being that bridge. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and that's so much of what happens here on the eighth floor. So I just love being a part of that. And as far as being detail oriented, I guess that just comes from my experience like pre-college, you know, I came from restaurant industry and every single second matters and every like every little detail matters so much. Right. Well, I, as I said, I think you were the most detailed that I have seen in over a decade down in Rosarito in terms of just having everything down pat for the film festival. We're hoping that you're going to be going again this year because you can help organize that. Uh, you just came back, though, from Barcelona, mm-hmm. and you experienced a Nirvana moment when you were at Barca and you were down on the field and tears streamed down your cheek. Would you say that soccer is a religion for you? Absolutely. I always say that, especially, and it's funny because the games are often on Sundays. So, you know, what I like to do on Sundays is have my religious experience and watch my games all day. And I I suppose that's how I felt at Camp New. It was almost like a pilgrimage. I got there and it just, the emotions of how much it means to people, you know, and that's why I'm so interested in sports comm and, and soccer and football in general. It's just... It means so much, and it is like a religion, you know? Like, you, you pray for these teams. You, it, it brings you so much joy, and yeah. But you, Dr. Charles, talks a lot about fandom. Of course, mm-hmm. we've got people uh, such as Andrew Geiger who talks about the excitement of eSports, etc. When you look at the office, you can see that there's a lot of Barca <coughs> materials. Of course, some of that, as you said, it's a passion for independence, uh, mm-hmm. more than a club. From your perspective, when you went there and you talked to people, did you gain a better understanding of why Barca is so special to the people of Catalonia? Oh, absolutely. It just, like, 
Catalonia has such a rich history and they've been fighting for themselves for so long. And I think that's something that, you know, we all do at a certain level, but for the Catalan community, they do it together. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's so beautiful. And yeah, their, their language and how much it means to them and their rich history, it's really important. And I think it's not talked about enough, maybe. You know, we've been going to, as you know, Barcelona since 1992. My office is kind of a memorabilia museum to that Olympics. And when we go there, of course, we visit the Olympic Museum. We go up to Mount Jouec. When you went up there, what did you take away from looking at the stadium, looking at the venues, the museum, etc.? Um, the stadium was beautiful. The museum was another sort of religious experience for me, too. Just it's such a reminder of how important sports is to a community and the Barcelona Olympics, especially with um, the Catalans really fighting for their independence yes. and having the Olympics there was such a staple for them, you right. know? It just, that, standing in that arena and knowing that you feel it there, you know? And it's just, it's really special. Good. Well, you know, I, I know the other part that's very special to you, because you we've, been, we've done lots of trips. You were in Rosarito last year, and of course, as I said, you're meticulous in terms of the film festival. What, Ashley, did you take away from that experience, which of course is dear to my heart, and I know that uh, a person who's worked on this, Andrew Geiger, has been several times, his father, Thomas, and the family. When you go down there and you say, okay, not only do I want to go, but I want to go back, what, what is it about Rosarito's small town on the ocean, not too far from San Diego? Uh, why go back to that place? The way that we connected with the community while we were there was something like, you don't do that on a vacation. You know, we went there for a purpose mm -hmm. and... Storytelling. For storytelling, yeah. And like you said, building bridges, not walls. And to be in a context like that you know, the, those are those experiences that not everybody gets to have. And right. it's really important. And I remember the day after the film festival, my classmates were like so relieved it was over. It was such a crazy, we worked so hard to get it done. They're like, wow, so glad it's over. And I said, I would do it again tomorrow. This is exactly what I want to do is work so hard and be like crazy detailed and run around to create something for people I want to do it again in a heartbeat, yeah. Well, you know, we when you think of Rosarito, of course, it's the home of the uh, Baja Film uh, Studio where they did Titanic. And you also have just incredible food. Uh, one of the activities that many people also identify is the Boys and Girls Club, the Hugo Torres Soccer Tournament. What was it like for you to go and visit with what seems like 50 to 60 young kids who, of course, love to have people from America and around the world visit them? That, the Boys and Girls Club was probably my favorite moment that we did in Rosarito. I am the youngest person in my family. I didn't really grow up around children. So like, I was a little nervous. I was like, I almost don't know how to act around kids. But once I got there, it was so easy. We were just playing soccer and they loved it. I loved it. I think everybody benefited from it. I remember the it was time to go and everyone was like, all right, Ashley, we're leaving. We're having a meet. Come on. And they really had to pull me away. It was, so, it was really, really great. So relationships, I know the kids are looking forward to seeing you come back. Mm -hmm. I spoke with Rosie and she said some of them say, when are the Emerson people coming? So 
Uh, from your perspective, I know that you know the answer from, at least if I'm asking myself, do you really believe that given all the diversity, given all of the hatred, given all of the let's build the walls, that we can make a difference one person at a time, reaching out and touching a person down in Rosarito or throughout the world? Absolutely. I think every person you meet, every connection you make does make a difference. And, you know, I come from a small town and I come from community college background. And I think that that speaks volumes because I remember being in that community with people who maybe felt forced that they had to be in school or who didn't know where they were going. But the professors and the connections you make, you know, they might not think it's special, but it really means the world. You know, every single person led me to here where I am now. Yeah. Well, you know, when I think of you, I think of an incredible asset, an advocate, somebody who's a change agent. When you think about the fact that you were at a community college, and I think they trained you extremely well. I'm a big fan of community colleges. Mayor Bradley, over my shoulder, was someone who championed community colleges in California. What is it that makes Emerson unique for someone who's saying, oh, I could go to BU, I could go to Syracuse, maybe I'm thinking of someone on the West Coast someplace. What is it about Emerson and about the eighth floor that has attracted you here? Because you're here every day. I am here every day. Um, I think what separates Emerson the most is just how creative we are and how we're challenged to continue to be creative. And I think a lot of people don't think about communications as a creative field, but it is. And like, we challenge each other, yet we're collaborative. And the relationships that we build within each other are lifelong lasting, or at least I hope. You know, I haven't experienced that yet, but I kind of, I see it from other people. And yeah, this is a really special place. This is actually the first place that I've really felt like I really belong here. Wonderful. You know, I, what I would say is what you've just described is something I think that we do eat, sleep, and breathe on the eighth floor, and that is we do have at times some spirited conversations. We can have d different viewpoints. I think that uh, the associate chair and I sometimes differ because of her political uh, aspects of mine. But what we've tried to put out there at the Emerson Summit down in, in D.C. with Bob Woodward was what we call Emerson Dialogues, and that is be respectful of both people's views. Don't just immediately say, I'm not listening, and get into name-calling. Do you think that that is something that we should continue to work on at Emerson, given our foundation? Because, of course, we believe very strongly in that. Yeah, I absolutely do. And I think that, like, I think people often think that, oh, if you're creative, you're not necessarily in intellect. But here at Emerson, we're both. And we can have these important dialogues, and we can create something from nothing, you know, all in one fell swoop. Well, I think what's exciting, uh, where we sort of put the money where the mouth is, is that we have people who've worked for Rudy Giuliani. We have people who've actually worked, you know, for uh, uh, Chris Christie, uh, which of course, both of those people would be somewhat of an an antithesis to what you would say with the, the sort of the usual liberal Democratic Bernie Sanders supporter. But I think the more we can create those spaces where people can respect, and whether it's in sports or esports or gastro diplomacy, which we practice down there, I think the more that uh, we're going to be able to maybe make the world a better place. Ashley, what I would say to you is I am so proud of you, and I think each day when you come up here, there's an energy that you bring forth. 
I think what I would say, if you ask me your brand, I ask you at the very beginning, I think you're a very empathic, creative disruptor who's going to try to move people in a very positive way. So thank you for joining me on Pain on Politics. Thank you, Dr. Pain. And I would say looking forward to seeing her in Rosarito because we are amigos por siempre. Take care.